Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome back. Well, this week is going to be a fun subject. You cannot talk about Mackinac Island and not talk about fudge. They are actually known as America's fudge capital. The island doesn't claim to have created the fudge, but they are definitely known for having the best fudge. And if you're not a fudge person, there are other options, but I highly suggest you still try it because there's such a variation of fudge flavors at each shop that it's worth a look into. All right. So here's what we're gonna do today. I'm going to tell you how I personally discovered my favorite fudge shop, and it was on accident. It was not something I realized that I was gonna do when it did happen. And when it did happen, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Normally in the past, when I would go to Mackinac and we would be going around to fudge places, I just looked for the best deal. And honestly, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's it's amazing fudge, but it just was kind of weird once I really kind of did this game and realized that I was gravitating towards a particular fudge shop, that changed a lot of different things for me. So this is something that I'm gonna share with you today to maybe help you decide what might be your personal favorite fudge shop. The one thing to always remember is the fudge shops have, um, they have social media pages I highly recommend following them because this gives you a little bit more of an insider guide on maybe new flavors, special deals that they might have. A lot of them will ship year round, so always keep that in the back of your mind. I have some frozen up in my freezer right now. In fact, I forgot about it until just talking about it. So um, the one thing to know with Mackinac, with, um, I got to looking this up because I was really curious how much maybe each fudge shop might use for sugar and what I found is that the island imports 10 tons of sugar per week and while I was there I came across I was in front of May's candy shop they must have just gotten a shipment of sugar in 
and it was a pallet full of sugar. And it, it, it just is kind of surreal seeing it that because you know that that all goes into it. This is the only time I'm, I, I don't care because it's so good. And yeah, you're gonna need the sugar to make the fudge. So I came across an interesting article through their tourism page and it was talking about how Mackinac Island became the fudge capital of the world. So um, 10,000 pounds and that is how much world famous fudge gets handcrafted daily during peak tourism um, season. Five tons of fudge every day. I, I can't even put that in. I don't even know what to compare that to. That's just a lot. Um, so it, it just, it's kind of interesting because you kind of wonder how did this island get known for this? Because when you go there and you see all of the history with it, um, it actually started about a hundred years ago and it was known a lot for fur trading. There was a ton of fur trading that happened on this island. I found out so much about that on my most recent visit and also for its sweets and the most common candy at that time was this maple sugar harvested by Native Americans. There were other treats, including fudge, that soon followed. And the idea of having all these sweets while on vacation, I mean, hello, you can't turn that down. So in the 1800s, the Murdoch family came to Mackinac and opened the island's first real candy store. And not only did it sell candy, but it gave its visitors a chance to see the sweets being made right in front of them. And Rome Murdoch was the first person on Mackinac to make fudge on marble slabs, which almost every shop has at least three slabs, marble slab tables that you will see, and they will make the fudge right in front of you. Highly encourage you to not only stand there and watch it, but if you see that, the, that they are cutting the fudge, they will give you some pieces of the extra fudge, and it's sometimes warm, so good. Fudge making became a public event where Murdoch and emerging competitors demonstrated their craft, mixing the ingredients in a kettle. This kettle is huge, folks. This is why I highly encourage you to follow them on social media. They share a lot of this if you've never been up there. And using wooden paddles to stir them. After heating the mix in about 230 degrees, they poured it onto marble slab and worked the liquid into solid fudge as it cooled and hardened. I don't know if you guys have ever made fudge. We made fudge and I remember my mom and I doing it and we had to keep stirring um, the condensed milk with the sugar because if you stopped stirring, it would overflow. And once it overflowed, the sticky mess that was on your oven top is awful. So, but it was really good fudge. Was it Mackinac Island fudge? No, but it was good fudge. All right. So this is where they started sharing their treats and um for everyone to see and if somebody was really into it they became kind of known it was almost like a theater act if you would and a lot of visitors preferred to see it i saw on good morning america when they were there they went into one of the shops to and it was um the original murdoch's um fudge shop and they watched them make it all right and Mackinac Island fudge had ups and downs during the first half of the 20th century. Amid two world wars and the Great Depression, faced with sugar rations and declining tourism, some of the island's fudge shops closed. To drum up business, Rome Murdoch and his son, Gould, used the kitchen cooling fans to blow the scent of fudge to the street. Gould went even so far as to pour vanilla flavoring into bubbling cauldron of candy. 
The vanilla instantly dissolved, adding no flavor to the fudge, but creating a sweet-smelling aroma that wafted into the street to lure unsuspecting passerbys. When you are walking past the fudge shop, they still have these kinds of things going on. You literally feel a vent, and that scent is coming out there. If you're not getting the scent of horse manure, you will smell the fudge. After World War II, the country's economy took off, and the expanding interstate highway system made it easier than ever for people to visit Mackinac, not to mention the Mackinac Island Bridge so Upper Peninsula could come down. Fudge shops um, proliferated, and by the 1960s, the island's visitors were known as fudgies, which is kind of a funny name if you are uh, a huge Mackinac fan, but yes, I am a fudgie through and through. And the shop started experimenting with new flavors and worked to make Mackinac synonymous with the treat. Fudge was not invented at Mackinac, but it was here that a particular style of fudge gained popularity that spread across the nation. Today, there are 13 fudge shops on Mackinac. They are making so much fudge that the island imports 10 tons of sugar, as I mentioned, and sampling remains one of the favorite activities of the island. This is where the game comes into play, folks. All right, so several years ago, when I was there with my mom and my niece and my nephew, we had a afternoon that we really weren't doing too much, so we decided, all right, let's go, let's go get some fudge. And as we were walking, when you're going down Main Street, there's some fudge shops that they have two locations. I will share a map so that way you can see what the fudge shops are and where they are located. So while there are 13 shops on the island, some of them have two locations. So you've got Murdoch's, Riba's, Joann's, and May's all have two locations. The other shops that do not are Sanders and um, Kilwins, along with the Murray Hotel. These shops do not have more than one location. It's kind of a bonus if you can have the shops that have two locations because then you can um, do the sampling at both places. I'll explain it. All right. So was there with my mom, my niece, and my nephew, and we had been there a day and a half, and we had gotten some fudge right when we got there just to keep in our room. And my mom said something to me that I hadn't thought about, and she goes, do you remember which fudge shop we got this from? And I said, well, I think it was this one, and I couldn't remember the box because it was in the room. So what we decided is we took um, a piece of paper, and each of us had a piece of paper. Now you can use the notebook, uh, the notepad in your phone if you want to. And we would walk into, we started at one end of the street. So I'm going to say we started at the opposite end of the street down towards Windmere Point, down by uh, close to the library towards uh, Great Turtle Brewery, excuse me. So we would start at the one fudge shop. So let's say that's Riba's fudge shop, okay? So you go in there, you can get up to three samples. So pick your three samples, write them down, put next to them maybe a star, a, a one through 10 rating, something like that, that you can have an idea of what you liked, all right? Now, this, this fills you up fast, so you don't have to do this all in one day. If you are only there on the island for a day, maybe break it up, because it, it, as shocking as it is, just those little samples fill you up, especially if you get three. All right, so then 
You could stay on the same side of the road or you can cross the street. What we did is we would cross the street because we were going, we were heading down the road, but we wanted to hit each fudge shop. So then that took us across the street, which it used to be Sanders candy. Now it has switched over to Kilwins. Kilwins used to be there years ago. It closed, but now it is back. All right, so Kilwins is in there with the bicycle in shop. So go in there get three more samples, write them down, and rate them. From there, you venture down the street, and as you get to the end of the street, um, you will probably see you know, your rating points that you have there. Another thing I highly recommend as you're going along there, each shop has a posting of what their deals might be for the fudge. So I'm gonna give you an example. If you are at Joanne's Fudge, they are going to have your pricing on the wall or you can ask them. So one slice of fudge, like one box, is $9.50, all right? You can get two and that's $18.95. Three slice per box um, is going to be $22.95. You've got your four slice box of fudge, $28.50, or the five slice, five slice box of fudge, that is hard to say, for $33.50. You can also get um, the box to look a certain way too if you want the fall scenery, if you want the winter one. They also have another special too where you can have the Joanne special that you can get peanut brittle, saltwater taffy. I, I just have to say this, I hate saltwater taffy. I do not get it. I don't know why people love it, but people do. It's really supposed to be good up there. I'm not gonna do a podcast about it because I don't like it, but if you if you like that, get it up there. All right, anyway, so that is $31.50. They're peanut brittle, they're known for that. Um, and then caramel corn. Oh, caramel corn is very good up there. So they have a bunch of different specials. So make sure when you go into the shop, you find out the specials. Another thing to do, even if you're just there for the day, talk, the person that is giving you the fudge say, they'll ask you if you're interested in buying, saying, you know what, I don't know, I think I'm gonna come back later. Uh, I'm gonna be here for a couple of days or I'm gonna be here for a couple hours. In the past, I haven't done this before because I know my favorite fudge shop, but they will give you a card or a coupon that sometimes will give you a percentage off. So worth worth a shot asking, can't hurt you. So what was interesting as we were doing this game is I found my favorite place and it was kind of random with that because I, I honestly didn't think it would be that one. Then. I thought for sure that my niece would like this one shop and she ended up liking uh, this red velvet fudge, which I, I did try it. It was really good I, and I love red velvet cake, but it wasn't my personal favorite, but she loved it and I believe it was from Sanders. And then my nephew liked this one and I cannot remember where that one was from. My mom wasn't too particular about it, which shocked me because she's usually really picky. So here's, here's my unveiling. My personal favorite fudge shop on the island is Joanne's Fudge. Folks, if you ask somebody that lives there, they're also gonna tell you that Joanne's is their favorite. Why Joanne's? I honestly cannot tell you what it is about that place, but for some reason, their fudge to me is so stinking good. My personal favorite, Butterfinger Fudge. I know, it doesn't, I, I'm not even a huge Butterfinger person, but that fudge is so freaking good. Double dark chocolate fudge. I love me some dark chocolate, so double dark chocolate is super yummy. The cookie crumble fudge. 
little bits of cookies inside of there. My friend that came with me last October, she was so excited about getting this fudge. And then when I was going back, she asked if I could send her some. So when we go back in October, I know she will be stocking up. I don't want to say that the other shops aren't good because they are good. They're very good. I just really prefer Joann's. And all the fudge shops tend to have ice cream in there as well too. Now, because I gravitate towards Joann's, I can't really say that I remember if Mays has ice cream, but I'm almost positive that they do. Sanders, um, they also have other candy in there that I like to get. Like they have the chocolate covered Oreos and Joann's does too, but their uh, selection at Sanders is just a little bit more um, of some of those little decadent treats that you might want to try. Uh, it, it is a fun little experiment to go around with that. So this is a fun way for you to decide, all right, this fudge shop is the one I really tend to like. This is the fudge that I care for. If you are somebody that you don't care, if you're like, look, fudge is fudge to me, that's fine. Like I said, we did not realize that we were going to do this and it just kind of happened. And then it turned into this fun experiment. The kids really liked it. We were so full at the end of it. In fact, we didn't even eat dinner because we were so full. So if I had to suggest something, maybe break it up so you can have some different times. If you're there for a couple of days, spread out. Go from there. Go everywhere. I mean, I remember the one year, I love Reese's Pieces. And at the Murray Hotel, they have a chocolate peanut butter combo with Reese's Pieces in it. And I got some of that because I thought this is going to be my favorite. I, I, I don't know why I didn't like the Reese's Pieces in there with it. It's, it's really weird on that I like the Butterfinger and something about the toffee maybe with the chocolate really complements each other. I have no idea. It is a great idea for you to just kind of have this knowledge ahead of time. So when you go to leave and you're like, oh my gosh, I wanna buy some fudge, who had this deal? You have it written out, you have everything right there, you know which shop it is, and then you don't have to be stressing out about it. And I think that was another thing that we really liked about doing this is that we remembered, oh, Ribas had this deal that you could do this for this amount, and then you had Joann's for this for this amount. I tend to do the five per box deal and I get two of those boxes because let's face it, when you come back from Mackinac, people are really upset if you don't bring back some fudge. And sometimes it's just the general fudge. I tend to get some of the favorite ones I like and then I add a few other ones in there. All right, so there you have it. 13 different fudge shops on Mackinac Island. Go around to each one, get the three samples, write them down, rate them. You will then look back and figure out upon your ratings which shop you might like the best. You might also discover, you know what? I like them all. I don't really care. It might just come down to who you feel has the best deal option for you if you want to get someone you leave. I really kind of hope this gives you guys a better idea and it's just a fun way for you to explore Mackinac a little bit differently too. Do remember to have water with you also because you get really thirsty after you're eating some of this stuff. All right, so I look forward to next week when I get to give you more ins and outs of Mackinac Island.